0: podcast help desk number 44 for march 16th 2015
1: the podcast help desk is where we go deep into the technology of podcasting help you with the problems you may run into and when we have a chance review new gadgets services and solutions for podcasters To keep your podcast running smoothly, it takes some tech. That's what Podcast Help Desk is here for, to smooth out the geek speak and put it in more or less plain English. The main audience for this podcast is those who have podcasts and want to tweak the tech to get better sound, a better website, a more reliable feed, or a more streamlined workflow. Also, for podcasting beginners that don't want to make all the mistakes themselves. Here's your host, Mike Dell.
0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever the case may be. This is Mike, and let's get right into it. This week I've got uh, quite a bit to go over, so uh, might as well get started. Let's start with some news. If you use the uh, Yoast SEO plugin, you uh, might want to update it. In fact, uh, I know you want to update it. Uh, SEO by Yoast. Is one of the more popular plugins. Sean Thorpe over at Podcaster News has an article out there about a vulnerability that uh, Yoast found or somebody found for them, and they're suggesting that you update as soon as you can. It's a SQL, uh, uh, what do you call it? SQL injection uh, vulnerability. Don't exactly know what that means, but uh, it's probably a good idea to to update that plugin. And also, uh, Sean wrote up, and a lot of other people talked about it. The uh, iTunes Store was experiencing some major outages, and I don't know if they've got it all cleared up just yet. But uh, pretty much, it made it impossible to update your uh, listing over there or it wouldn't update automatically. You can't force them to do anything. We've talked about that before. But you couldn't uh, submit a podcast over there and and there was, you know, lots of other weird things going on. So uh, it was an internal DNS error and I'm pretty sure they've got it together. They uh, had a uh, a statement actually uh, Apple Usually doesn't uh, make statements like that, but uh, they uh, they did come out with that, and you can read that also over at Podcaster News, written up by Sean. And uh, I'm gonna have to have Sean on the show here. He's uh, joined the uh, Blueberry team recently. Uh, he's gonna be helping out with uh, tech support in the uh, forums and among social media. So uh, that'll be uh, good for us uh, Hmm. Is that a Is that a term? (laughs) Anyway, and then uh, one more thing uh, from Todd Cochran, who's the host of Geek News Central and, and of course, the CEO of Raw Voice Incorporated, the uh, owners of Blueberry and Tech Podcast Network. And uh, I'll just read what he uh, posted on Facebook earlier tonight. He says, uh, hey, a bit of, of a heads up. I hope this is an isolated incident, but every podcaster should go over to YouTube and search for their show. It seems that at least one instance someone went through the trouble and made a channel for a podcast, then uploaded all the episodes to YouTube, used the album art from the podcast, and then monetized the channel. Podcast host did not authorize this, nor does he have access to the YouTube account. It looks as if a bot did it. Please spot check and make sure there's not some rogue element out there doing this. And uh, like I said, that was from Todd Cochran, the CEO of Raw Voice. And I handled that uh, inquiry because they were wondering if Blueberry automatically <laughs> published to YouTube, which we do not. So we don't automatically publish anywhere except for where you uh, want it published. So anyway, i and- sounding like I'm officially, this is an official blueberry podcast, but it's not, as you know. But uh, anyway, all mixes in there. So the uh, upshot of that is you definitely want to get your, you know, get, you know, something in place where you check YouTube from time to time, because if this is a thing, it's going to become a bigger thing. Uh, I, I know amongst the YouTubers, there's a lot of problems with other people reposting somebody else's video and and then monetizing it and trying to make money that way and and hopefully uh, google will figure that out and and uh, put a kibosh to it but until then uh, you know keep keep an eye out for your uh, own show And I had a question this week from John, and he asked how I get a decent sound when I'm driving using my portable setup. And by the way, John's podcast is over at Let's Talk Metal Detecting and Treasure Hunting dot com. I hope I got that right. It's the longest domain name in podcasting, I think. So anyway, uh, just the basic setup here. I'm using the... Uh, Audio-Technica ATR 2100 for this particular segment. Uh, I also use an SM58 type microphone, the uh, XM8500 by Behringer. Uh, sometimes, uh, by the time I'm all done processing it, I don't really notice a lot of difference. So, <laughs> uh, But I do like the uh, ATR and the XM8500 and the SM58. They're all good. Uh, any of these uh handheld uh dynamic microphones work well for this. And basically what I do with the recorder is I uh, set it up set it to about input of 40. And that's uh you know that's not a, a technical term that's just uh, what the device does. So I set it at 40 which gives me somewhere between -20 and -12 because I just uh, did it sitting in the parking lot before I pulled out and uh, so uh, you know I wanted to have this all down so uh, anyway between -20 and -12 is what I'm recording at right now I'm driving down the road uh, I don't know 40 miles an hour uh, beautiful beautiful view of Grand Traverse Bay <laughs> for those of you who know where I live anyway and once I'm all done with the recording here, I will uh, take it into Audition, and I'll boost it up with the, you know, just boost it up uh, in, in volume using the, the uh, Amplify tool there, and I boost it up to where it more or less matches my uh, studio recording levels, which is somewhere between minus 12 and minus 6 at the peaks, and... I run it through the same uh, multiband compress- compression uh, and uh, that I use normally. No limiter. Uh, I figure I, I record low, and uh, that way I don't generally have to worry about limiting, so I don't run a, a limiter. And process it as normal. Run it through a Auphonic, and uh, this is what I get. Hopefully it sounds decent, and uh, this is what John was uh, asking about. You guys let me know. I'm not a good judge of my own voice listening on the earbuds here. Sounds fine. I don't hear a lot of background noise other than the actual background. (laughs) Hey, Mike, this is Jim. Just wanted to call and let you know... uh... How much I enjoyed the podcast with uh uh Omelette on it. It was uh it was an awesome interview and uh it's really great to know that terrestrial radio at least somebody is getting it. Somebody's understanding. I I hardly ever listen to regular radio anymore and uh now I'm kinda looking forward to getting back up there uh uh in the next couple of weeks to a month and uh listening to Omelette to see exactly what he's doing and uh, what's different about his show. Appreciate it. Just wanted to let you know. Have a good one. We'll see you later. Yeah, thanks, Jim. In uh, case uh, you guys didn't recognize the voice, that's Jim Farley from the Musical World podcast, which is on hiatus indefinitely, I think. But uh, That's over at musicalworld.us and uh, Jim and I have done lots of podcasting together and separately. He uh, and I did a show called What's up with that for a long time and uh, he's a uh, somewhat frequent guest on Mike Dell's world. Uh, we do a uh, What's up with that episode, uh, I don't know, we've done it a couple of times and uh, we'll probably do it again. And uh, Jim lives uh, in Ohio, but uh, has a place up here, which he uh, visits periodically, so that's what the uh, local reference was about. So, uh, anyway, thanks, Jim, for uh, calling in. Jim uh, used the uh, 231-421-4490 number, I think that's correct, I don't have it written down in front of me, and I don't call it myself, so I think that's right, but for sure it's it's right in the show notes, because I'll double-check. And uh, speaking of omelette and, and commercial radio and all that good stuff, I'll be a uh, guest co-hosting and uh, reading the news on the Omelette and Friends show on Tuesday, March 24th. So if you want to uh, check out what I sound like with my M- NPR delivery on a rock radio station, Uh, Tune in uh, from 6 till 10 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. If you're local to Traverse City, which I sort of doubt, unless you're Omelette or uh, Steve. Hello, Steve. Anyway, uh, uh, 97.5 FM or 98.9 FM uh, anywhere here on northern Michigan on the west side. Northern Lower Michigan, I should say. Or you can uh, listen online at wklt.com. Or, uh, tune in Radio, just search for WKLT. Boy, I d- didn't realize how close that was to WKRP, <laughs> is the way it sounds. Hmm, interesting. But anyway, uh, I'll be, uh, on that show, uh, that day, so, uh, should be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it, and, uh, I'm not, uh, probably going to record too much of it unless I, uh, really screw up, and then, uh, we'll have a blooper reel or something, uh, on uh, this podcast or Mike Dell's world. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, check it out if you uh, feel like it. So do you want to get into Microsoft's podcasting app? or uh, whatever else they're doing. At this uh, notice from Microsoft, uh, from somebody else, I don't remember who sent it to me, but uh, it's interesting. I'll just uh, read it, so sorry for the reading, but uh, like I said, it was interesting. It says, thank you for your interest in podcasts. We are no longer supporting an active database of podcast feeds for Windows 7, Windows Phone 8, or Zoom, please see instructions below for enabling podcast discovery in Bing. Windows Phone 8.1 uses Bing-enabled search to locate podcasts. To improve the search results of your podcast, add feed colon podcast to your keywords tag within the RSS podcast feed. Podcasts can also be located by entering the RSS feed directly into the podcast app search window. To improve Bing-enabled podcast search results by using Webmaster Tools, you can tell Bing about your site. In return, Bing Webmaster Tools tells you how well your site is performing in Bing and Bing-powered search, and keeps you up-to-date about issues we see with your site. To inform us about sitemaps or RSS feeds, including those containing podcasts, follow these steps. One. If you haven't done already, sign up with Bing Webmaster Tools. Two, add the site that hosts the podcast RSS feed and verify ownership of the site. Three, submit a site, or use the Submit Sitemap tool, and submit the full URL of the RSS feed containing the links to your podcasts. Within a few hours, you will see whether Bing successfully downloaded your sitemap or feed, so that it can be indexed and uh, so that's that's what they sent out and you know rob greenley who used to work for microsoft explained this before that uh, they're going to use bing search engine to populate whatever podcast apps they come up with i think there is one for for windows 8.1 windows phone 8.1 well, i guess just windows 8.1 it works all the way across but Anyway, I think there is. I'll have to uh, check. My wife's got a a Surface tablet that uh, I can experiment on, so I I will report back. And uh, I haven't gone through all of this either for Bing, but it is interesting. It is another reason to, uh, A, put an RSS link on your website. You know, we keep drumming, in, drumming that into people that you need to put an RSS link on your website for lots of reasons, and uh, this is just another one. And and kind of the twister, it's another uh, reason, you know, B on my list, is uh, it's a reason not to use feed burner feeds or Lipson feeds or any other feed that doesn't reside on a site you own. I don't know how all that works, but you're... Uh, Podcasts will not likely be picked up in Bing or other Microsoft platforms, but uh, to be fair, I think Libsyn does have some sort of an agreement with Microsoft to include all its shows in the uh, Microsoft Podcast app, or whatever it's called. So, you know, your mileage may vary, but uh, that's what I kind of got out of it. So uh, I am going to do this. Uh, Why not? You know, even though... Microsoft is probably, you know, what, 8% in the U.S. anyway, of the smartphone market. I I bet you it's more overseas, especially with uh, Nokia, because Nokia is much more popular in uh, foreign countries, foreign other than the U.S., is what I mean by that. So, I don't know. It's worth doing, I think, and just gives you one more reason not to use a feed that isn't on your own website. Here's a question I get very frequently, and it goes something like this. Why does my iTunes listing look this way or that way or... Or, you know, why isn't this showing up on this part of my listing, or that showing up on the other part of the listing? And, you know, this goes for Stitcher, and Windows, and Downcast, and any other directory or app. But, you know, the listings, you don't really have a lot of control over the listing. You give them an RSS feed, and... I think Dave Jackson's going to appreciate this. He's the king of analogy. But I come up with an, an analogy the other day, and I think it fits. I think your RSS feed, like a baker, looks at a bag of flour. You know, iTunes you know, might make cookies. Stitcher makes bread. And we don't even t- get to pick what kind of bread that is. And the rest make whatever they want with your flour it's your job to make sure that your flour has all the sprinkles and seasonings and other things uh, in the flour that uh, makes everything work. But what anyone bakes out of your flour or your RSS feed is up to them. And that's one of the reasons I say you know, use something like PowerPress where you have pretty much control over what goes in and you have, you know, spots to put stuff to where it all kind of looks good on all the different, you know, aggregators or whatever. There, there is kind of a standard, but uh, nobody has to follow that standard. You know, there's there's a recipe for the bread or the cookies or the cupcakes. I'm making myself hungry. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, the only way to to have, you know, control over your flour or your RSS feed, short of rolling your own, is to, uh, you know, use PowerPress with WordPress. Uh, There's, you know, other ways of doing it, of course, but that's my preferred method. And to keep the analogy up, hand-coating your own RSS feed is kind of like growing the wheat, harvesting, and grinding the wheat into flour. I personally like going to the store and buying my flour all ready to bake with. So, (laughs) anyway, I hope the analogy doesn't seem too weird, but uh, that's the best I could come up with. And that brings us to the uh, blueberry tip of the week. And this time I got it in the form of a question from Kathy, who uh, does specialmouse.com. So go check that out if you're uh, interested in that. It's for... uh, uh, theme parks and, and uh, the handicapped, and I haven't listened to it yet, but uh, I'm told it's a, a good show, so, and I am going to check it out, but uh, anyway, her question was, uh, her problem is that she updated the uh, Blueberry plugin, of course, PowerPress, and the player disappeared. She says her episodes can still be downloaded or played in a new window, and the feed's Okay but you can't figure out how to get the player back. And that's a a pretty common question I get also. But uh, most of the problems with PowerPress players are theme issues. Uh, In the PowerPress settings, in the Media Appearance tab, you can go in, uh, you have to be in Advanced mode in PowerPress, which most of you should be, because if you're listening to me, you are by default Advanced. (laughs) How's that for... uh, fake humility, or the opposite. <laughs> anyway, there's a place in the uh, Media Appearance tab that asks if you're having issues. And you can select No, or Yes, Please Try to Fix, or Yes, Alternative Fix. And once you select one of the Yes options and you know, try the uh, Yes, Please Try to Fix first, You want to reset your cache both on your website and on your browser. That is assuming you're using a caching plugin, which in most cases isn't necessary, but anyway. But make sure you clear the caches and uh, take a look at it. And if the player still doesn't show up, you go back and select the uh, other, the alternate fix one, and uh, save your settings, and then clear your caches and go back and try it. That still doesn't work. It uh, can be a, a plugin issue or your theme is just totally incompatible. I'll have a link in the show notes to a, a create.blueberry.com page. Then we'll uh, show you how to troubleshoot that. But the, the, the gist of it is you uh, turn off plugins one by one and you know go through resetting the cache and all that stuff. And Eventually, you will more than likely find a plugin that's causing your player not to show up, and then at that point, you can either try to find an alternative plugin, or just disable that plugin if you don't really need it, or uh, you know, punt. <laughs> I don't know, and let us know over at Blueberry. I use the support forum there if you find a particular plugin that messes with the with anything in PowerPress. Please uh, let us know so we can. Work with that plugin's developer, or or build a workaround in PowerPress. That does work good. So uh, be sure to let us know. But uh, if none of that works, you turn off all the plugins except PowerPress, and see if that works. And if that doesn't work, you change the theme to the 2014 or whatever default theme, and see if the player shows up. If none of that helps, then uh, please contact us over at Blueberry, because there might be something else going on. But uh, anyway, that's the that's the gist of it. I'll have that link in the show notes to the uh, troubleshooting page, and uh, that should clear up the problem. In Kathy's case, I believe the uh, first yes option did fix it, and so uh, she's uh, all set. So, this is uh, where I would normally put a podcast starter episode. But I have to thank Daniel Lewis, or Daniel J. Lewis from Noodle Mix Network and the Audacity to Podcast for pointing out my mistake again. (laughs) He helped me uh, diagnose an audio issue, and uh, and now uh, he's pointed out that uh, Podcast Starter was a podcast at one time. But now it's a a website, which I don't recommend. But uh, anyway, uh, some of the info there is good, but uh, a lot of it I wouldn't agree with. So whatever, I'm not going to go too deep into it, because uh, I didn't go too deep into it, so I don't really know. But the upshot of this is I'm rebooting the Starter Series. First off, if you know me, I tend to sort of be a, a ready-fire-aim guy. I don't uh, always plan things out or research things thoroughly, <laughs> so I just uh, go and adjust as necessary, and maybe that's a good thing, maybe it's not, but the uh, the series is now going to be called Podcast Help Desk Beginner Series, and I'm going to restart that in the next few weeks. I'm going to do, do it a little bit more organized than I started with the starter series, going to get three or four of them done, and I want to do the screencasts at the same time as I do the audio podcasts, but it's still going to be an experiment. I'm still going to uh, not put it in iTunes. I'm just going to see how it does. Uh, I will be promoting it, promoting it. There we go. Try English, and uh, I'll be doing that uh, in other ways, so hoping to... Uh, do it with uh, SEO, Google juice, and a uh, little promotion on this podcast. So, uh, anyway, stay tuned to uh, this podcast. Don't touch your dials, as they say on the radio. Blueberries. This podcast. is a
1: member of the Blueberry Network. Blueberry. No E's. That's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com.
0: Blueberry.com. And that brings us to the uh, last segment of the show. And uh, speaking of Blueberry, I want to tell you I got a new promo code over at Blueberry. Instead of the No BS promo code, it's now HELP DESK. All run together, all one word, all lowercase. I don't think case matters, but Help Desk is the new promo code for a free month of hosting and or, <laughs> no, it's not and or, or statistics, uh, premium statistics. Of course, the uh, basic statistics are free for anybody that has uh, proper access to their media URLs. And... Uh, But if you want a free month of the premium service or a free month of hosting at any level other than the professional level, which is totally different, use the promo code HELPDESK. And uh, you could also use uh, Mike, or you can use No BS, but uh, HELPDESK, just so that I can track which one it's coming from. So that's the one uh, you should use now. Also, you can support the show by going to podcasthelpdesk.com and on the right sidebar. That's on a desktop or a laptop browser. Uh, don't know where it goes in iOS. It's, it's there somewhere, but there's some banners there. One's Amazon. There's another one for Bluehost. The Amazon banner, if you shop there, and just about everybody does, you just click on my banner first, then go do your shopping. doesn't cost you anything more. gives me a little kickback. And if you're going to start a podcast, you need web hosting. So click on the Bluehost banner and get hosting there. And it's very good hosting for WordPress sites. I've got an account over there, and a few of my sites are on Bluehost. And if you let me know that you did that, I'll give you a free hour of consulting to help set up your podcast website, your RSS feed, or or if you just want to talk smack, (laughs) I'll talk to you for an hour for free. Of course, I'd probably talk to you for free anyway, but anyway. And speaking of consulting, if you have a problem with your podcast, need some one-on-one help, you know, I'm available, and my prices are you know, less than some and the same as others. And, uh, and I don't uh, say my advice is any less valuable than anybody else's. It just means I have enough other jobs that pay the bills, so I can charge you a little bit less. And I truly enjoy what I'm doing. So if you're interested in that, you can go to podcasthelpdesk.com and uh, click on the resources button. And uh, all the information is in there if you'd like to uh, hire me one-on-one. I appreciate you uh, listening. My voice is about shot for some reason. I don't know why, but uh, catch me
1: later thanks for listening to the Podcast Help Desk. If you would like Mike to answer your question on the show, email podcasthelpdesk at gmail.com or better yet, record a voice message at podcasthelpdesk.com. See you next time.